Welcome to the TGIU Podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. In the past, we're going to get right to it, shot in the veins. In the past, I would have been tweeting all my thoughts surrounding this past week. But instead, I said, hey, man, that's the beauty of a podcast. Other than tweet every emotion and feeling, I can kind of gather myself and I can gather myself. I'm struggling, man, because I've talked about it on this podcast. And the the whole freaking... <laughs> my podcast is called The Grind Is Ugly Podcast. Which is saying that, the, that life is kind of hard. The grind, to get where you want to go, whatever dreams you have for yourself... It's already hard. It's already going to take a lot. And, you know, just realistically speaking, being a black man or being a Mexican, Hispanic, uh, Chinese, Hmong, Mian, Japanese, Italian, the Italians, <laughs> anyway, Jewish, it's already... You know, it's barbaric, but that's how we were initially. It's us versus you, you versus me. You know, it, it, it's supposed to supposed to have pride in like, hey man, like I know if you if you work in corporate America, as I do, you sometimes should know that, you know, predominantly if you're in any type of field, you know, unfortunately, and you're doing decently, there's not gonna be many black people. They're just I haven't seen it yet. Let me put it like that. <laughs> um, and if there is, it's usually a company that is purposely, you know, hired black people. It is not going to be your typical American corporate office. And you're, oh man, you know, they just hired a lot. It's, it's, it's usually not going to be that. It's just, it's just virtually you're not going to see that. Sometimes I'm sure there's exceptions, people, but, but, no. You're going to see some blacks peppered in just like the, the, the seasoning. We're just there to, to, to <laughs> we're there to just add a little, little, little pepper to the steak. We're not, we're not the steak. We're the pepper on the steak. We're the reason people want a steak, but we're not the steak. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Anyway. So it's already, you're already fighting a battle you know, just by yourself. Let's just start with yourself. You know, I don't think human beings get enough credit for maintaining. Man, this world is hard. Every day is a grind. Like, every day is a grind. Every day is a day that you can decide, you know what, I'm just not doing this. But then we take that, then we have kids, then we have a wife, then, then, then we decide to get a job. So throughout our whole life, we are kind of, you have to conform to your kids, your wife, your job, your coworkers, your, you know, whatever it is, you have to not conform, but you have to make room for it. Let me put it like that. You know, you have to make room for those people, right? So you, then you're caught in between 
are you ever really, you're never really going to be yours. Like you're not very few moments. Do you just get to rock out, you know, with, you know, okay. <laughs> do you get to just be yourself? You have to always kind of shadow some of yourself or, or, or you're, you're, you're condensing yourself. You're like bottling up yourself. You just really are. If you really think about how much you don't do because of whatever it is, that's essentially bottling up yourself to me. But then as a black man, I, I, I'm, I just need someone to just to acknowledge that there is an agenda to destroy, ruin, and dehumanize black men. I, 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 I mean, and will corporate America big up a homosexual black man or a fat black woman or, and mind you, I don't care that, that Lizzo's fat. I don't, I, I truly, I, I'm in no position. That I don't care about her being fat. But what I will say is I if you work in corporate America, you know the things that are said by white people and others. So you know they do look at Lizzo as a like a caricature, caricature <laughs> or just a clown. Like she's like, it's look how big she is, and she doesn't care, and she's talking about her sex life and how they 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 look at that as yeah it's so brave but it's also she's a clown they do not mind picking up gay black men especially if they're really feminine they don't they'll blow them up they love little Nas X little Nas X that makes besides the old town road Go listen to a song by Lil Nas X called Panini. It is truly top 10 worst songs ever created. It's a horrible song. Truly, truly a terrible song. And if Lil Nas X never makes another song that anyone cares about, because I don't think he will. He is now one of those artists that are going to be popular regardless because now he's not just a musician, he's a gay icon. And I know I, gay people will say that there are people that exploit being gay because yes, there are clearly disadvantages to coming out and being gay. But it would be a falsehood to say that there are not clearly advantages. The minute you say you are gay, no one can talk about you ever again or you will be canceled. No one can really quite say anything to you because then they're picking on or they'll be labeled homophobic. And being labeled a racist and homophobic are two ways that you will just be hated by mankind. And I saw that like Family Guy is no longer going to make gay jokes, right? And I, I just think it's so funny because like even when Kevin Hart, you know, made his, you know, the joke that he made, he had to apologize for. They were really mad at him for saying like, oh, you know, people are going to go beat up gay people or, you know, you need to come out and say, you know, 
And I think the disconnect that people have with the gay community is, especially black people, we, you have a choice in the sense of, no, that's not the right word. Choice makes it murky. That's not the right word. So we will not say you have a choice because you are who you are. But when I hear gays, uh, people, X, Y, Z, B, and D, compare the civil rights struggle or the black fight with the, the LGBTQ fight, that's a false equivalency. One was enslaved, ruined, beaten, broken, financially disparaged, and disconnected. One is choosing to come out and be gay. And by choosing, I don't mean like it was your, I'm just saying, you're saying, you know what, I, I can walk into my job right now and say, my name is Kylesha and I'm now a woman. I can choose that. No one is making me do that, right? When you're black, and especially if you, I will always say this, if you're black and gay as a man, that is what made me decide, like, say in my head, like, there's no way, there's just no way that being gay is a choice sometimes to me. Because to be black and gay, you, you're already black. You're already black. That is already a real fight. And I, I will be truthful in admitting, I didn't know how much of a fight it was. Until I got into corporate America and I said, oh, man, racism is alive, man. They just conceal it. They just say it in other ways. They, they, and I would be remiss if I did not say, first and foremost, I couldn't care less if you are gay, straight, or a zebra. It really means it has no effect on my life. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't, it just, there just seems to be a misunderstanding. If you, if you choose to be gay, you choose to be a human, which means I'm going to joke about you, which means if you are doing something ignorant, we have the right to say you're ignorant. And that doesn't mean that we're homophobic. What if, just what if ladies, because I've heard ladies, women say this more. Sometimes the, the, the fellow gay man that's walking down the street, snapping and twicking in his butt and moving his neck, that isn't really how women act. And that is over, over, uh, what's the word? It's, it's like you're mocking women, like you're trying to be like over the top. And I've heard women say they don't like that. But then I've heard other women say, who has the, who you, no one has the, the, the right to determine if that's a problem or not. And I guess, like, for instance, Billy Porter, who's a gay black man, you know, he wears dresses and things of that nature. Um, and some people admire, love, appreciate, respect him. And some people, you know how, you know how the grind is. It's an ugly side. And some people were just, you know, and, and recently they found out that that he was going to wear a dress on Sesame Street. 
And I completely see both sides of this. If I'm a if I'm in the gay culture and I'm a gay man, I would want I would want to say to the kids, well, there's no there's no problem with the with the man wearing a dress. What that I'm just as normal as you. I am who I am. You should just learn to accept me for me, right? And the and I think where where heterosexual people go where they get you know scared or whatnot is well if my kids watch this a show that's supposed to be for children when you say that that if you're saying this show is supposed to be for children you're kind of automatically saying that that gay man is a prop like he's almost like a, a something like he's like a demon like, well this show's for kids well we would only say that if michael myers popped up so if you're saying oh this show is for kids you can't have that well then you're saying that being gay is explicit then you're automatically saying being gay is risque being gay is rated r it's not normal it's not general for it's not rated g for general audience it's x that's for so so i get it i'm i'm trying to be more <coughs> understanding of where LGBTQ people be like, well, bro, I'm normal. I wear dresses. I really do in real life. I'm going to go on Sesame Street as myself. It would be weird for Billy Porter to go on there in a suit. He hasn't wore a suit in 10 years. But then I guess you wonder, why is he choosing Sesame Street? I don't, you know, I just, I think overall, I just think we have to be better informed and, and just try to understand more than we try to find the problem. I do think that white America, corporate America, they do, there just does seem to be an attack on black men. Obviously, Gail King, Oprah Winfrey. <sighs> Oprah, I love you to death. The Super Soul Sunday has blessed my life. I believe, Oprah, you are an amazing woman. Uh, one of the greatest human beings to ever walk the face of the earth. But I don't understand what you're trying to do, Oprah. And I would I, I, I would love to speak with you. Because there has this is when <coughs> if you do, if you're a history buff like I am, you realize that even in America, the mob, the 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 mafia ETC, crime families, crime bosses are allowed to thrive if, as long as you're not black. Do the history of white crime bosses and black and see who they, who they allow, what they allow. And the minute the black crime boss don't do what the white folk want, they stop jamming you up. So my issue is not saying in any way, shape, or form, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, um, and whatever other um, black man has been, you know, drugged through and, 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 and destroyed, right? Whatever. They earned it. God blessed the people that they destroyed. <coughs> I think the problem where people have is, well, Oprah, there are plenty of other people that you can destroy their legacy destroy who they are, ruin their families, ruin their namesake. Gail King, Kobe Bryant died freaking a week ago. He was not found guilty of rape. 
he was found guilty of adultery in the public opinion in his wife. He cheated on his wife. That is a problem that he had to be in the doghouse for only God knows, had to probably go to therapy, had probably had to apologize a billion times, had to buy a $4 million ring, had to realize and grow up in himself. That's him and his wife's business. He died a week ago. Gail, why didn't you interview him while he was alive and ask about that? That's the problem. Interview him while he's alive and ask. But we didn't ask about it because it was literally a decade, a decade, a decade ago. It's It, it doesn't define him. And it's, it's idiotic. And we're not, we are not on this podcast and anybody that's in my... We are no longer going to keep holding people to who they were 10 years ago. That is ridiculous. It is ignorant. It's ignorant. It is literally, it's illogical and it's ignorant. Yeah, you know, you, you, was, you, was, you was, used to talk about people 20 years ago. Lady, you don't know me. And the, I'm telling you the best Drake line I, I will take with me to the grave is, do not speak to me like I'm that same Drake. Like I was like, do not speak to me like that same Drake four years ago. I'm at a higher place. Like, bro, don't, <coughs> excuse me. Do not approach me like I'm approachable. You ain't just coming to talk to me. You're not walking into Disney and just walking up to Bob Iger. There's some levels to get to Iger. And quite frankly, I ain't Bob Iger, but I'm Kyle Allen. And there's some levels to get to me. You ain't just gonna come talk to me about anything. We need to be careful who we allow to talk to us, who we allow to pray over us, who we allow in our homes. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm this, I don't even like people acting like they know me. Like, I'm very cognizant of who I let my kids take pictures with, who I take pictures with, because I don't want people thinking it's more than what it is. Just because I see you and we say hello, I don't want to be connected to you. And, and I'm sure you don't want to be connected to me. I ain't act like I'm all that, but this is the TGIU podcast where I am your humble host, Kyle Allen. You need to be careful who you're connected with because people look at things and go, well, you must be fly with him or her or they. And no, I ain't fly with everybody. I make it clear. Hey, I don't like everybody. I really don't. And I'm sure people don't like me. But I can guarantee I don't like everybody. Because you can't like everybody. Nor are you supposed to like everybody. Some folk ain't likable. Snoop Dogg, <coughs> there's better ways to communicate. No, you can't call Gail King a dog hoe and say you're going to drag her through L.A. Come on, Snoop. Come on, Snoop. You can't do that. That, that diminishes your point and people don't concentrate on your point. But the problem that Gail King, when she she even responded and said that it was if she would have only saw my, my my problem with Gail is her 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 reaction was coarse. Her response, I mean, I mean, her response was coarse. It was like, "Shut up, I'm gonna do what I want." Uh, I would have been mad too, but there was a bigger interview. <coughs> but Gail, you were wrong. You didn't have to ask about that. No one was asking about that. Social media was not asking about uh, uh, his rape case. Uh, no one was inquiring about that. 
They've literally lit up every skyscraper in all 50 states. No one was thinking about that. You just did that and said that in any way, shape or form to get clicks on your on your on your on your article and on your interview. That's why you did it. It was wrong. It was foul. It was disgraceful. I'm going to say again, Gail, if you weren't buddy-buddy with Oprah your whole life, would, would you be in the position that you're in? And if the answer is no, the answer is yes, that's you to decide. But it's not for you to decide to tarnish Kobe Bryant's legacy, Gail. It was awful of you. And sometimes corporate America uses black people against each other. And in the case of you, Gail, they played you like a fiddle. Lizzo, they're playing you like a fiddle. Meg the Stallion, stop twerking. They're playing you like a fiddle. Cardi B, you see Cardi B done tamed it back. Probably not, she's still Cardi. But at some point, at some point, stop letting them make, you're like a, you're just a joke of yourself. You're, 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 they make you into a character of yourself. Like you're not yourself anymore. Now you're playing Cardi B. You used to be Cardi B, but now they're, you're like acting like Cardi B. And you are Cardi B. And lastly, the movie The Matrix, I've talked about it in the past. There is an illusion inside the illusion that's inside the illusion that's in the illusion. And then there's more illusions. None of this is real. <coughs> Numbers aren't real. Money isn't real. The way that humans interact isn't real. Nothing is real. And the more you understand that, the less offended you will be in life. If you look think of the matrix, there was no matrix. There was no earth. There was no life. It was all an illusion. The matrix was a matrix. And in the matrix, there was a matrix. And inside the matrix, there were other worlds and rules and regulations. And that's how we live on planet Earth. I will still to this day say The Matrix is the deepest movie of all time. Because it explained life. It explained life. There is no life. And that is why I choose to believe in God. Because it's like, bro, this is not life. There's no way that this world I'm living in is reality. It can't be. It's too, it's too fake to be real. I'm watching cars go by and everyone's just going somewhere. Everybody's just traveling somewhere. We're all trying to do something. But what are we really doing? Where are we really going? <coughs> Where are we really going? I don't know. A lot was said on this podcast. This is one of those episodes I really want to know. Was I way off base? Do you understand me? Can we argue? Leave me a voice note. Leave me a comment. Again, please rate, comment, like, share. I'm going to say again, that goes a long way. I just, I just, there's an illusion inside the illusion. And if you think the illusion is real, you're already defeated. You're already lost. It's not real. And that's not to disparage you to chase your dreams. I'm headed to work. I'm, I'm headed to, 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 to build the youth. I'm, I'm, I believe in, I believe in life. I believe in living in abundantly. But also know this isn't real. This is not. This is like a simulation. At this point, it all feels like a simulation. We're all being watched. We're all being tagged. We're all being. The minute we were born, we were bagged and tagged. And that's the truth. 
But there's always hope. There's always hope that this is real. There's always hope that we will come together as a people. There's always hope. Thank you for listening to the TGIU podcast. I am your humble host, Kyle Allen.